0: Here we are again with the Trail Manners Podcast, single track session number 98, one of your hosts, Eric Manning, with Joel Hatch, and uh, yeah, we are back for another week. Yes. We didn't have a show Tuesday, um, for reasons, it's a it's going to be a crazy summer. Just Well, it has been, it we're has. halfway through it. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it has been, and just being on the road and trying to connect schedules, so we didn't have a show, which is kind of unfortunate, because I was at the Beaverhead race, and there was a lot of people, but... It's really hard to get a podcast in when there's just tons of people. And when you're tired. Yeah. And it was even before. It was like Friday night. I'm like, I took the stuff. I'm ready to lock and loaded. I never even got to see Eric from Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Super bummed. Like, he's even 100K. I never saw him. I I was at the check-in literally from 4 to when it was over. So I was there for almost three hours. Right. 'cause I'm like, hey, I want to see people. Yeah. And I did. I saw Gabe Joys. talked to him for a while, and right. Gabe Eden just he hit me up on the short corner. Because he, he uses the short corner in soccer. He's oh. like, Really the short corner. And so we had a conversation. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Don't and
1: use the short corner. He no.
0: He's he gave me some examples and you know, he likes to mix it up and surprise. I'm yeah. like, I get it. I just you know
1: at just, the at the highest level you don't do
0: that. Yeah. So he I talked to Gabe uh, so i Garth Harris, Natalie Sheffield, Eric Thomas, and Page. Right. Um, just tons of people. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the race directors. But I so I had the stuff ready and was going to do a show. Right. Every time I'd get ready to like want to set up, someone to come start talking to me. Right. Which I totally loved. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like it's really hard to like break an hour. True. Or a half an hour. And there's no way anything was happening after the race. Not, nope. Not just on my side, but there's just tons of carnage. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was a. It, it was. I was disappointed, and it, I think it was because I wanted to talk to people. I also wanted to meet people. Right. And I just never got to. And there's other people I wanted to meet. Rachel. Um, some other people I know that listen to the show, but I just never saw people. True. There's a there's a lot going on that weekend. There is. And trying to keep my head around what I'm there for, too. True. That's a good point. Um, You know, I had my daughter, my sister, my niece were there. Plus, you know, I was doing the run. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was difficult, I guess. Right. So I got to tweak some things on figuring out. Maybe how to do something.
1: You almost like have to go that. a day early.
0: You do earlier, er, earlier, er. yeah. yeah, or get there early, like on Friday. Towards, yeah, yeah. Schedule things. Okay, like, hey, yeah. Let's do this yeah, exactly. Um, because I was going to talk to Garth and Natalie, and they were ready. Right like, there, Garth's like, "I'm ready," but yeah. I just couldn't break away. Like I was like, "Okay, hey, here's a spot over here." Right. And I run into somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, "Dang it!" Uh, but yeah, met a lot of cool people. Met a Brian uh you know he came up before the race started and shook shook my hand and it's just really cool to meet so many people it is but it's also hard when you don't remember names as well uh, yeah i'm good with faces Yeah, and i met someone after the race like uh the day i was checking out she's like hey remember me i'm, I'm daniel i met you a few years ago like five years ago at bear and i did <laughs> i'm like oh yeah but i looked at her i'm like you look familiar right but we run and that's kind of how things work you know yeah. everybody looks familiar uh, yeah, it was a fun race. Um, super difficult. Challenging. Yeah. Um, got on the bus at 440 and met a an Andrew from Missoula. Yeah. And we talked for an hour, 30-minute bus ride. That is the one down follow that race. Yeah. You got to take that long bus ride in the morning yeah. to the and start line. It, and it was, uh, it was long. It is. And my back was tightening up. Yep. I'm trying to shuffle and we're, we're stuck in there and me and Andrew neither and either one of us are, were little dudes. So we're like sharing right. this bench. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, he finished seventh at the hundred K last year, but he was doing the 55 K this year. He wised up, huh? Well that, and he, he mentioned that he's got a uh, two month old twin boys. Oh, poor guy. So training's <laughs> been a little different oh. lately. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of cool people and yeah, and that race is just no joke. I don't care what you do; it's uh, it's uh, it'll it'll hurt you. Yeah, yeah. So, but a little bit about my race is I went into it with my video camera, and I oh. told you this. I'm like, I want to start yep. slow because Park Park City killed me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to start slow, and yeah. I just want to take it easy. I just want the miles, see the course. I'm going to Silverton, and I really struggled to go slow because. I could run; it was runnable. Right. And people were running past me, right. or were running around me, and it bothered you a little. It did, yeah. and I really try. I'm like, nope, don't do it. Don't, don't fall for it. Right. You know. And then I had people egging me on. This one girl, she was cracking me up. She goes, "Come on, man, you got to go faster than this." Ah. She pass, pass me, and then I'd pass her on another section or another right. station, and she she probably finished hours ahead of me. But and then I got called the Pearl Azumi dude. Mm-hmm. A couple of people love pearls, and I was wearing a pair. Right. Uh, but the first part was great. Great aid stations, as always. The race is top notch. Uh, but then you get to the heat and no shade whatsoever. Yeah, zero, right? And lots of rocks. And then it just. Uh, I, I did. I wanted 10 hours. Mm-hmm. I did 1002. That's fair. But when I look back on it, the last two aid stations, I spent at least 15 to 20 minutes in each. Uh-oh. Just because. Right. Because they had smoothies. The last one they did, and I yeah. had two. Right. Um, and then the five miles is like basically downhill to the finish. Right. Five miles, and they have a creek. Did you get in the creek? Three times. <laughs> you, you went back no, the you, same you, creek, you, right? You cross it. Oh, you cross down, it three yeah. times. And you have to get wet your feet no matter yeah. what. But I actually laid in it twice and sat in it once. <laughs> so there's another easy 15 minutes. Right. Um, so And my watch died the last aid did station. you take the, the spartan or the ambit three i took the spartan i thought i adjusted the, the setting but yeah. apparently i didn't because <laughs> i i was working and i hit the last aid station and i thought well, i can finish easy under 10 right and then it died and so i didn't know how far i was of the finish oh and i didn't know how much time i had so i right. just did my own thing and so when i crossed the finish line my sister was there and i'm like i started laughing she's like what i'm like it's going to crack me up if I came in just above 10 hours. Right. And she comes back. She goes, ten oh two, And I, started, <laughs> I just started laughing. So, That's okay. No, I felt great. It wasn't anything like the last race. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I could have done. If I was interested, my time could have been a lot better. Right. But I wasn't. It's Good. cool. Um, and I, I'm fine with it. Uh, but a lot of met uh, Kelly Bradbury. Do you remember Kelly Bradbury? She used to be a, a trail runner in this area for a long time. That name sounds really she familiar. At, yeah, her was her first ultra in six years. She was like one of the OGs back yeah. in the day. And she's from Logan. She's a ge- right. geologist, I believe. Hmm. Um, at the Utah uh, Utah State, and she worked with the Bear forever. Yes, that's Bradbury. right. Yeah saw her at the very last aid station. She catches up. I look. I'm like, are you kidding me? She goes, my first ultra in six years. She uh-huh. finished ahead of me. She looked great. She crushed it. But great race. Tarkelson and his crew put a great race on a lot of good people. Um, but uh, I'm pretty beat, though. That, of course, the, I'm hoping to put some video online that I took of the scree area. Right. And just the sheer knife edge drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that freak you out. Um, but it's uh, it, it's a Garth first ultra.
1: Yeah. Garth Harris? Yeah. First the ultra,
0: and that, that is a hard course. And He crushed it. He's like of course 10, he did. 10:40 or something yeah. similar. To yeah, that. Um, yeah. I, I recommend the race for sure, but it's not entry level. No. And uh, there was a gentleman who compl- before the last aid station was complaining, and he huh? like like he was upset. It was so hard. Ah. He's, like, he's like, this isn't a running race. You can't run this because when you get off the scree, yeah, which you're just worked. You literally drop one oh. 2,000 feet within a mile.
1: That's what Jim Skaggs was telling like, me about that.
0: And it's not like easy drop. No. It's like big step-downs. you got to grab trees. Yeah. you got to do everything. Yeah, yeah. He was so mad. He was complaining. In <laughs> one section, there was like a conga line of four of us yeah. coming down, and t- three guys took a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. They went like straight down the mountain. Uh-oh. And there was a girl who wasn't comfortable. She was like waiting to go down. And I'm like, oh, you don't go here. You just run straight across. Right. And the guy was so mad that it wasn't marked that you couldn't go that way and I, oh. looked, I looked down and it was absolutely obvious you don't go that way yeah. no matter what, right? <laughs> So so that was his first time in the mountains. sounds like He said he's done 100. I didn't ask him cuz he's Where? on my in nerves. Florida. Yeah, he's like this is you can't run. It's so technical, it's dangerous and I just was like I'm done with this dude. Dude. And I'm like you need to could, read the race description. Yeah, it's you pretty know. obvious in the it, race description. It, it, they yeah, they don't sugarcoat this is easy. No. So um, but anyway, great race, talked the crew. It's amazing. The finish line was awesome as always. Yeah. Um, saw a lot of cool people. Greg Norander again saw him. We've been seeing him most of the summer and we'll see him some more. Um but yeah, cool race. Just trying to recover before I head down to Silverton. Yeah. And people are already hit me up for like eighteen mile runs with That'd be you perfect. Know, I'm like, Oh my god, are you guys trying to kill me? I'm I'm struggling. 18 so, would be good
1: down, yeah, down there.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll I'll do hopefully some good mileage, but it looks like it's gonna rain the time we're down of there. Of course it's gonna rain. <laughs> yeah, like non stop. So. Yeah. Uh, Before we get to that, I want to express something on the show um, because we talked about this last week, Joel, how I'm I'm uncomfortable and and to make me uncomfortable and I'm trying to jump out of this show. Yeah. So I go running with our friend Curtis Thompson. He says, hey, let's go running. Oh, you told me this story. (laughs) A little short, you know, loosener last week. So we're running on the trail and we're coming back and here comes a couple girls running right towards us on single track. Right. I, and, you know, we're up there all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't recognize either one of them. As they got closer, I'm looking at the first one going, I recognize that girl. Right. I'm running at her. She's running at us. Uh-huh. All I say to her, are you Lucy? And she, she's like, yep. And we just kept going. Yeah. And I sat there. I'm like. Man, that was weird. That was creepy. And our buddy Curtis turns and looks at me, and I let him know who it was. And he's like, I'm like, that was so awkward. She thinks I'm a creeper. Yeah. And he's like, you should have said great job at Western States. I'm like, well, yeah, a normal person would have. Right. But I didn't. So the rest of the run, it was in my head. It was. It was bugging you. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm such an idiot. I can't even talk to strangers on the trail. We get to the trailhead. I'm leaning up against the car with Curtis. We're chit-chatting. And here comes Lucy Bartholomew coming back down to the car. Yeah. And I'm like. Redemption time. Yeah. And so she comes running in, and I look at her and I said, Hey, Lucy, I want to apologize about that on the trail. I said, To being all awkward, I'm not a creeper. Just wanted to say good job at Western. <laughs> and she's like, Thank you. And in my head, I'm like, You just made that worse. I know. Sand. She's
1: grabbing her bear spray. Her mace at that point.
0: I'm not a creeper. Yeah. And so I sit there and I'm just laughing with Curtis. Super nice, by the way, Lucy is. I mean, she's only 22. I didn't know she yeah. was so young. Super nice. Um, but she goes to get in her car to leave, and she looks over, and she goes, hey, well, you guys have a great day. Ah. And I'm like, thank you. So that was my like total like, so bow yeah. and head movement last week. Yeah. That's it, it all right. just cracked me up.
1: One of these days, you'll grow up and, get out of that phase. yeah, that's how you would right? think so. Yeah. And then
0: it's like, well, you should introduce yourself. I'm like, I don't want her to know who I am now. Yeah, exactly. You know? I don't want the podcast <laughs> to get a bad name yeah. now. She'll never recognize me again if I see her in Silverton this and right. She won't know I'm the same, Well, hopefully won't know I'm the same creeper, dude. Maybe I should shave. <laughs> Probably should. <laughs> but yeah, that was just—I've been laughing about it all week. I'm like, this is, I'm such an uncomfortable sucker. It's not even funny. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Hard Rock, we'll be down—I'll be down there this week, and we've got a lot of people entering the contest. Um, and Joel's looking at blank stare because you're supposed to have your top five men and women today. Yeah, I—I I, I don't even think there's got many people in the race now,
1: to be honest.
0: And and it is. I mean, there's a lot of entries, and I'm getting people entering saying, here's my top five, unless this person gets in and I'm moving them there. I, I know, go. right? There's so too like, many what-ifs. It is because uh, the last update, like right now we're sitting and recording, it's Tuesday, July 17th, because I'm heading to Silverton, and so we're two days early recording this from the launch. The last update they have on the start is July 13th. Mm. Um, so... It's not updated for four days, so there should be, right. there could be a lot of movement. You know, with four days. I don't know. Um, but one of the sad notes, and just it kind of it's super sad. Did you see what happened with Mike Foote? I did see that. So Mike Foot um, was absolutely one of our favorites, and he just uh, posted not too long ago last week. That he's decided to drop. Right. Well, it's not just that. He goes on for, it is on Instagram. And if you want to check it out, it's just Mike foot MT. And he just talks about how he's just, it's, it blows me away. He's been doing this for so long without resting and being injury free. Right. But then you have lingering over his head that he's talking about um, some depression, um, which includes a binge eating disorder. And that's. You know, he, he comes out, and he's just talking about it publicly, and you can tell he's uncomfortable. And if you've ever met Mike, he's not one that's going to – and I fortunately have met him a few times and talked to him. He's not one that's going to sit and tell you his life story. Right. right? Yeah, super amazing, nice guy. Um, but it's just sad to hear because of battling it for so long. Right. Um, and not being able to do something he loves, but obviously the right call. For sure. You know, to take care of himself and not worry about it, even though it's hard rock. I'm um, not taking care of it, and then he went on another post later talking about how people have reached out to him and how it's helped them, and right. Um, so that's really cool, um, you know, to see the impact he has. Right. You know, because so many of us think, oh, people's lives are perfect; they're good runners, mm, yeah, and everything else, and we know that's not the case. No, he's he's
1: really brave for what he did,
0: he, and, and I just
1: wish him the best. I want he's one of those guys. It's like Dylan Bowman, right? You're just like. You're one of the good guys.
0: Yep, exactly. You're one of the real good ones in there. And you, you wish him the best, and we, we do too. Mike, wish you the best, and um, hope everything works out for you. And people are rooting for you, man, Yeah, no matter what. Um, but yeah, with, with Hard Rock. I, I, I've talked to a few people, and I think it's uh, Xavier. We've got Tom Professor X. It's his race to lose. Yeah, it is. Uh huh. I don't really – I've gone down the list, and yes, I don't know everybody, but I don't know – of anybody who...
1: He has the pedigree. He has the background of racing in Europe. Yeah. He he knows how to race in big mountains. And that's, so his, that's the, jam. The only thing that could throw for him for a you know, loop could be the altitude. Weather. And the that's weather. So those are the two things.
0: Yeah. I mean, after and that, that could be
1: said on
0: the women's side, too. It, yeah. and it, with everybody. I mean, after that, I mean, far as the men goes, with far as the names. You have a Jeff Browning.
1: Yeah, that's... He's going to be further up on the list now because so many people have dropped out.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, Troy Howard. I mean, these are just names that have done well there and are good runners there. Um, You know, I noticed uh, a friend that that I know, Nick Petitella, he just posted. He forgot to – he got in but forgot to submit his trail work. Oh, no. So they bumped him. He's not – they won't let him in now. Right. So, I mean – The rules are the rules. And he wasn't mad. Right. So like – I think he was on the wait list, and he didn't think, didn't anticipate, or forgot all about it. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think this race is wide open. Um, you know, you still have Jamil Curry and Luke Nilsson on the wait list, oh, or like yeah. in the two and three spot. Yeah. Um, Luke could make some noise
1: if Jame he got could in. Make some noise. Yeah.
0: Um And then on the women's side, kind of same thing. I mean, everybody and oh, man, I hate talking sometimes because I don't want to sound bad, but you have Nikki Kimball. Everybody's like talking about Nikki, and she's an amazing mountain runner. Five years ago, in Hard Rock, I would be totally on board. Oh, yeah. But that's five years ago. That's five years ago. And yeah. It's nothing against Nikki at all.
1: We know that she can do the hard stuff because oh, yeah. she ran that trail in Vermont. I just watched that the other day. And that's, some hard, that's some hard stuff. But the altitude
0: mm-hmm. this is the great equalizer. I mean, she's done it all. I mean, she's won UTMB, mm-hmm. marathon disables, Sables, Western States. Mm-hmm. You know, she's done it, but she's later in her career, right? And she, and she for her, she finally got in. It was right, like she didn't. It, she just could never get in. True. But, um, but the one I'm thinking is going to win is Sabrina Stanley. I'm there with you on that because one. she's been down there for two and a half months. Yeah, and she's young, she knows the course. She Knows the course, and she's a, she hammers it, man. Yeah. Um so I you know there's start to ask you uh kind of a I don't say no uh, more of an unknown for us um the, the woman from Japan caring Niwa. Oh yeah she could Japan's got some stuff right? Yeah so I mean she could do a, it's just going to be one of those years where it's going to be interesting
1: Outside the top 2 it's
0: open to anybody Yeah but then you see who's down there like Anna's down there uh, Lucy's down there. Right. Uh, Annalyn, Anna May Anna Mae Flynn's down There's a lot of Walmsley's down. down there. Yeah, there's everybody down there. But right. The race itself is going to be interesting. I'm excited it's wide to, open. to kind of see it. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to get involved with going to the aid stations too much. Right, because they're kind of way out there. Some of them are. Some of are on some sketchy trails. Yep. Um, you know, I'll be down there for the fun. And uh, I don't know. It'll be fun to see what happens for, for Hard Rock, though, because um, it is... It's un- it's just crazy. You come off such a Western states high, yeah. Not the heart, but then you come and it's just you don't have the Killians and the mm-hmm. you know the Annas and the, right. the Darcys and the people that you know would just be yep. fun to gut it out. But it just gives an opportunity for someone else to just take our hearts, I guess, if you will. Um, so yeah, good luck everybody at Western, and you know, like I said, I'll be down there. Um, hope to see some people down there and try and not get too caught up in a race as I can just have fun and yeah. get out on the trails. Get into the, to, uh, Island Lake and things like that.
1: Did you say Jeff Hart got in there all buck naked? That's what my
0: plan is. That looks chilly. It does. And Jeff and... Um, Matt Ozanick have been messaging me they want to get together for a Thursday morning run. Oh, there you go. And uh, I'm, st- I'm still licking some... some oh, we'll go sornas. do it. Oh, I will. You'll be fine. I will, but it's going to be slow. That's okay. Like, it's, they're going to be like, are you coming? I'm like, I'm on my way, <laughs> man. That's right. I'm on my way. Um, but I really want to get to Island Lake and, and uh, have some fun. I'm taking my video camera again. One of these days, I'll put something really cool together. <laughs> I haven't shown any Bellingham stuff, but I uh, have some really good stuff from uh, Beaverhead. So... Uh, what else we got going on this week in ultra running? Um, you know, not a whole lot. I was looking at a lot of the races that took place last week. Um, not a ton, especially here. No, there's a big one in Europe. There's some some stuff going on in Europe again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's races here. Don't I'm not saying there's not because there are. It's just there's a lot going on. There was the Iger Ultra Trail yeah. in Switzerland last week. Um, what else did we have?
1: Yeah, there what was... There was a 100 miler in Europe last week. That was
0: really big. They had the Under Armour um, oh, yeah. mountain race racing, Copper Mountain, mm-hmm. and they're really coming on as far as putting together a pretty good race circuit. Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, a lot of, lot of uh, stuff over yonder. McCall mm-hmm. Trail Race had one that's kind of big in this area. But yeah, Hard Rock is kind of it. The other thing going on this weekend, um, which I wish was on a different weekend speed yeah, so, and they have some pretty good runners coming for Speed Goat. They do, man. It's that I think the competition for Speed Goat, as far as like an actual race itself, is going to be bigger than, like say, Hard Rock. For oh, me. gosh, yeah, for sure. Even though it's not the same race, you've got um, Sage Candidates coming, Tim Ferricks, Levi Hawks, Tim Tolufson. That's wow. just a few, right? Um, and there's you can find names left and right at that race. Mm-hmm. Um, Tate Pullman, who just won... Uh, a, bro- a broken arrow race. There's a lot of ra- runners there, and on the women's side, Ruth Croft's coming over. Okay, um, she's fast. Yeah, um, so she's. she's but this is a mountain race. Yeah, Wing is going to be here. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. There's, there's, but again, there's, it's a mountain race. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of good women, and. That'll be an interesting race this weekend. And Carl always throws you a curveball. He does, that bastard. Yep. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? I thought about it. We should run up that side of the mountain. That's right. It, while <laughs> we're at it. While and you're it, there. Two
1: extra 500 feet <laughs>
0: right before the finish line. <laughs> while you're there, check yeah. these flowers out. Uh huh. Um, so that'll be pretty cool uh, to see how people do at that. But yeah, our, our contest is pretty much closed for the uh, Hard Rock event, and we'll, we'll send all the winners their stuff that win the contest there. Uh, what do you got, anything else you want to jump into some, uh, Joel, was, it's this your week for Woody Footy. It is. Um, a lot of good Woody Footies this week, again. Jeff, it's it killing it. Yeah. Well, he's out on that putz course.
1: Just crushing it.
0: On the putts course.
1: Lots of good pictures from him. Yep. But he's already won.
0: Yeah, he has. He's getting the flowers and all mm-hmm. the fun stuff. There's a lot coming, there's a lot came from Beaverhead.
1: A lot came from Beaverhead and a lot came from Timp, Timpanogos this last weekend, too. Yeah.
0: But there are some really good ones. Um, it was Joel's. There was a really cool one by Randall Clare. He was at a, a football match. I saw that. Uh, Albuquerque and Ogden. <laughs> yep. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize Ogden had a soccer team still. Yeah, they've got their the lower, lower, lower level type ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. There's one of Megan with her, her crew with uh, Logan and, and then. Oh, with that uh, ultra race. The, the Alta. Yeah, the, the Cirque, Cirque
1: Series. series. Yeah. yeah,
0: Cirque Series races. It looked pretty stout. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty Draney sent the wind on the beach. The electro- I'm looking for a beach. Oh, one.
1: they were up in the Oregon area, weren't they? Yeah, but they were also up in Wyoming running. Yeah, yeah. They did some stuff up in the Grand Teton National Park. Yes, and then yeah. <laughs> I guess Luke ran into four bears. Oh, yeah? Uh, the one. He said the one scared the Jesus out of him. Char charged them within 20 feet. Oh, my gosh. And Luke did everything he possibly could not to run. And he just stood his ground, talked to the bear, and looked down. Luke said it was a big bear. I didn't look at it close enough to see if it was a grizzly, but I bet it was.
0: <laughs> it was a big furry bear. Yeah. Body, he said you know?
1: in all the years he's been running over there, he's never had a problem. This is the first time. And he was running by himself. He didn't have bear spray. Um, so Luke. I think he was saying the moral of the story is I'm okay and I'm going to carry bear spray and run with somebody from now on. Oh
0: man, that would that would be scary.
1: That's like my biggest fear running that valley trail up in the Grand Teton National Park is just having Yogi come over and
0: munch on you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Luke does. Luke have the big beard right now? I haven't seen him. Probably before. that hopefully helped him.
1: Yeah, right, yeah, to look um, bigger, because, yeah, you know, yeah. he's about as big as my pinky.
0: Yeah, and he's fluffy. <laughs> yeah. You know, so the bear's like, oh, he's got some game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, uh, and Aaron Hill had a great one. She's from Sugarloaf. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Storm one. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I want to get in a storm like that. Hopefully in Silverton I will. I'm sure you will. Um, but, Joel, you picked the winner this week. Who do you got?
1: Natalie Sheffield up at the
0: Beaverhead. Nice. So that was a good shot. That was a good picture. It
1: looked like you guys were out on the uh, Screefield area. Yeah. I, or one of them?
0: One of them. Cause that's, that's what's funny because I've never been on it before. So I'm r- walking with this other guy at this first scree, and it was up there. And I grab my GoPro and I'm kind of pointing where we're going. It looked yeah. far. And we, I'm like, oh my God, almost there. Almost there. And we right. get there. And once you get to the top, it's like, oh, we got scree all the way down again. Yeah. And then there's a ridge. So we get down a ridge. Oh, crap. We see another shirts hiking up this next scree peak. I'm like, right. wow, there's two of these. Yeah. So we get up to the next one, and I'm like, well, now where will it go? And it goes down gnarly again, and then I'm like, there's no way we got to go to that. Uh-oh. But, yeah, we do. Yep. And so this guy I'm running with, he's like, man, I swear to God, if there's another one after this, I'm so pissed. <laughs> I thought, oh. oh there's going to be then. And then we start hiking up, and there's just some dude sitting on a rock just defeated. Yeah. between his legs, and I'm like, oh, like, thinking, and it looked like that was the top. Like, right. just... Taking a rest, we get to him thinking he it's the top. Oh no, it's still a little ways. Oh down. yeah, false summit. That was finally the top peak, but then he had a long way to go before downhill. So, right. But yeah, I, I look at her picture and I'm like. Oh yeah, I remember that section. So congratulations, Natalie. Yeah, I think you it's are a, a winner. Good representation of that course. It, it is. I mean, it, it's a really good one. So if you're thinking about next year, make sure you check out this picture. And if I should post a video, it'll I'll post on the trail Manage page. I'm gonna post more of that section. Gotcha. Because um, really, in the Joe, you remember from the 100K, some of the 55K early on is runnable through trees yeah. and stuff. So it's really cool too. It's all runnable. That first yeah.
1: that first part of the 100K up to 28 miles is yeah. all
0: runnable. And even the 55K, right? They start you right up a climb. Yeah, um, that'll wake you up pretty quick. Uh, kind of Looks like it. Out. But there were so many people running the race. I noticed I never got to where I didn't see people. Okay, there was always like four or five somebody around you, like huh? Four or five of them. It wasn't even like one hmm. or two. There was. It just seemed like there were always a cluster. At some, right. At well, I some mean, level. That's good in a way. You kind of work together as a group. It is, and you saw that a lot. In fact, we got to one point, and uh, you go. I don't even remember where we were. It was before. I don't know, say. I don't even know. Mile 20-ish right in there, and you're going across. There was no trail, but you're right. following the Continental Divide Trail. Yeah, there's a group of like ten people following me because they didn't know where to go. There was no. It was more of a cairn thing. Oh yeah, and a CDT marking those yeah. ribbons. Yep. And this one uh, lady was super funny from Boise. She had an accent. She kept going two six five. Where we go two six five. And so <laughs> that was my number. So I'd get in front. Right. And at one point I stopped to take video and. Ten people stop, <laughs> and I'm like, "You guys can go." And like, we don't know where we're going <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my pressure went up because I'm yeah. like, well, "Shit, I'm not the best navigator on yeah. the planet, but I know how to look at rock cairns." Yeah, um, but yeah, there's a section like that. But you yeah, had like ten people just following me. Huh. Wait, Every time I'd stop, they'd stop. And I'd go, they'd go. Gotcha. Know? It was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Natalie, on that. Let me know. I know we'll get it to you. Probably just hook up with you and get it to you instead of mail it to you. That's and probably what I do. Can avoid the post office, which. Makes me super duper happy. Um, this week on, Inst- uh, well, not Instagram, but Strava. Um, our Strava people, we had, let me find it here. We had distance was the DD Beter Beck at 112.3. That's a long way. Um, same with runtime, 2655, and climbing, Vert, Phil, F. That's all he's got, Phil. F twenty nine thousand five hundred. Oh, that's a lot. So I know what the F stands for in my mind right. when I'm thinking 29.5. Yeah, but, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty solid. Um, and now we got two Ask Trail Manners questions. Okay, now, both of them are good questions. All right. First one we'll go is I'm gonna. It's gonna be a real good one, and we got to get it out now because it's about the speed goat. Mm. Oh yeah. So hey fellas, I'm doing the speed goat 50k this weekend, and have been debating on whether or not to use poles. Oh. What are your thoughts on when to use them and when not to? Second question. For recovery, ice bath or no ice bath? Thanks. Vertically challenged. Huh. So the second one for me, simple ice bath. Yes, please.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Like always. Like for me, right after the race. Yeah.
1: If you can get in
0: there. Do it. Do it. It, it, it. stings. It's a little oh, painful, but the you, worst. Will, you will love it the yeah. next day. And that's what I did up at Beaverhead. I got in the river. Mm-hmm. It killed time, but I knew that it would pay off, and it did. Right. So, yes, ice bath, I will always say yes. I don't care if it's wintertime. I, yeah, I don't I like care
1: cold. what the research is saying. Get in the ice bath. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is there research out there saying it's
1: bad? Yeah. There? They're kind of saying that it doesn't help with reducing inflammation. You know what? In our world, it, if you're out working hard all day and your core temperature is elevated, get in the ice bath. Yeah. Oh, I, I will always
0: do ice baths if I can. Because yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, you should get in the hot tub. am like, uh, n- that no. makes me feel 50 times worse. Exactly. Don't get in the hot tub. Um, so yes. yes, on the ice bath. Um, and then the poles. All you start with the poles.
1: Yeah, I think the poles,
0: y- y- yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just where? Um, after you're going to see uh, the aid station at the bottom of the hill. So after you go up to the peak. Yep. You make that first descent through the flowers, and you get that little climb, and then you're going down that, that Mary Ellen's yep, Gulch. Yeah. Going down Mary Ellen's Gulch, you get on the service road, you run out to that aid station where you turn around. And then you come down the service road again, and you make that hard right, and you start climbing there. Yeah. Because from there, it's all climbing.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm not a person that uses poles yeah and there's a lot of people that be red using poles yeah um but i'm taking poles to hard rock this at to silverton that's a good idea i'm not racing so i'm like let's try them a little bit better because i just i've used poles i'm just not comfortable because i don't use them enough to understand the how right I use them yeah right? um i'm the i'm the hand on knees hiker oh yeah it's it hard that's for my sure game. um but yeah i mean if you if you've used poles before take them
1: well, I think on this race, you have to carry them the whole way.
0: Do yeah. you? I don't
1: think there's a drop bag okay. at this
0: race. But so many packs now, it's pretty easy to carry. It um, is. So if, especially if you have the collapsibles. Mm-hmm.
1: The first run, or the first climb, the eight miles, you can run that, say, 60% of it.
0: Oh, the yeah, the top?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you probably don't need poles, but it's that second half. That climb coming out of, I, mean, I forgot what that aid station is called, but it's basically after the 15-mile aid station. There's a nasty climb coming out of that thing.
0: I've seen a lot of people use poles when they leave the tunnel, and you drop down, and then you come up that ridge.
1: Yeah, that's a good place, too. But you know what? That ridge is like classic hands-on-legs. That's,
0: yeah. For that. I believe so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it depends on how comfortable you are with poles, really, too. I mean, yeah. if it's something you're not used to using, it could just make it, and how harder. good are you
1: using downhill
0: too? Oh, and here's the thing too: is like, how, how fit are your arms? Yeah, true. Because if you've never used poles and you don't like work out in any capacity, you're gonna be a sore mother. Yeah, your yes, wrists and shoulders. Oh, yeah. So. But it is. You'll see a lot of people using poles on that course. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of your comfort level. Mm-hmm. But can you use them like Joe mentioned? Yeah. There's yeah. places you can use them. Oh, for sure. But you have to make sure you understand you got to carry them. And hope- I think
1: I carried them the whole way this year. And
0: hopefully you have collapsible ones because mm-hmm, I've seen yeah. people just carry like oh, non-collapsibles. Right. just seems like a pain in the butt. And yeah. dangerous to your fellow runners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost got clobbered this week. You get your eye poked out. Yeah. So I hope that answers your questions. But, yes, take a nice bath. Take one right now just because they're neat.
1: Because they're think,
0: neat. I'm going to soak my feet in some ice later today. <laughs> so I uh, so hope that helps. Uh, second question, second person. Hey, I have a few sunglass-related questions. and we've had a sunglass-related question before. Okay. And this is I'm glad you asked this question because I I have some answers. Uh, number one, if you had 100 to $250 to spend on running glasses for the trails, oh. what would be some options brands you would consider? Goodness. Number two. It seems like there are a ton of different shades of lenses, red, black, blue. Mm -hmm. Um, Are there different pros and cons for the different lenses? What shade would you recommend for sunny Utah days? Mm -hmm. As always, you guys are awesome. Keep it up. Thanks, Colin Campbell. So I'm going to start this by – Yeah, this one's yours. (laughs) And I've worked in the sunglass industry for 12 plus, 13 plus years. But I have so many pairs of sunglasses – and I will honestly tell you, I hardly to never wear them when I run. Right. I have running pair. I ran Beaverhead with my sunglasses on my hat for <laughs> 32 miles. Did you forget they're out there? Nope. I put them on twice and <laughs> said, nah. Nah. It's just too steamy. Too steamy on the eyeballs. You know, I, and I think if you train with them, and I'm, I'm an advocate of sunglasses. I wear sunglasses all the time. Right. I think right. it's good for your eyes, especially when you're up on high altitude. I should be wearing them. Right. Uh, but they just, to me, they kind of bug me sometimes. Do they? They really do, and I don't know if there's a perfect one out there. Because for years I've run in sunglasses. I, I do the rimless on the bottom hmm. because I don't like having a place I can't see. <laughs> and when you sweat, when it hits, it just drips off. as Ooh, opposed it to Pulls up on the bottom of the frame. Right. Um, so I, I've always worn Smith sunglasses, and because I work there. But if I was to buy sunglasses, Smith would still be the top of my list. Yeah. I know the quality. Mm-hmm. I, I know everything goes into it, even though some, you know, some things I don't agree with. The quality's there. Another one, the ones I have now are Julbo. Oh, yeah. Really nice glasses. Those are nice. And they're rimless on the bottom. Right. So, you know, as far as the money goes, 100 to 250 that's a huge price range. And we're talking drastically different in quality. Yeah. So I think you need to do your research and kind of get an idea of what you like. Like, go somewhere and try on rimless. Right. Do you want something with interchangeable lenses yep. where you can pop, you know, like you're asking, lens tint? Um, so I think that's the big thing. But there's a lot out there. If you have that kind of money, stay away from uh, Gooder. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just because of the price thing. Right. I and mean, they're just not quality. No. People like them. They look cool. They look cool. I have a couple pair, but I would stay away from them. As um, far if you're looking for quality goes. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, Julbo Smith, um, mm-hmm. you're going to see writers uh, out there. Yeah. Um, what are some other popular running ones? I don't know. I mean, Julbo does a really good those job. Those are the three that
1: come to my mind right yeah, away. I've
0: been in the industry for so long. I mean, things have changed, but those were kind of the ones up there, like, running-wise. Right. Were really kind Oakley. Of right? To. Yeah, Oakley to me Are the still kids
1: still wearing Oakleys?
0: To me, they're still overpriced and ugly. Yeah. I mean, they are. I mean, I hate to break it. And it wasn't because I worked at Smith. I had Oakleys, but they, it's just my, my game. I think yeah. you want some fashion and – maybe in oakley i i have no idea but yeah we're talking about running yeah frog skins yeah Um, so yeah i mean i just don't i take them everywhere i go when i run i rarely wear them i know and i always forget and i didn't i put them on a couple times and i'm like eh. it kind of bothered me just to have them and i was always wiping my sweat off taking my hat off or soaking my face in water yeah squirting it so it's just kind of a hassle and I'm, I'm huge on clarity when I see when I look, and if you get sweat droplets or smear stuff, you're just oh, yeah. constantly wiping them down. Right, just one more piece mm-hmm. of gear to worry about. It's another variable you have to control. Yeah, and so it's just one that you have to worry about. And then, mm-hmm. like Joel mentioned, if it's the temperature is different, there's not such thing as an anti fog lens. I'm gonna let everybody aware of that right now. Everything <laughs> will fog, no yep. matter what. <laughs> they they market them as anti fog. I've seen it, but everything fogs at some point. Yeah, so don't think that. Even if you use a smudge cloth to fog them. So it's just, to me, it's just one more thing to worry about when you've got everything going on. you got right. your watch. you got your iPod. you got your squirrels lap yeah. butter. You've got everything This stuff you're worrying about. Now you got glasses. But if you're training with them, maybe you're used to it. And I know a lot of people that won't run without them. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying not to use them, but it's really oh, a yeah. personal preference. And I've got probably 50 pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> no joke right now, and I don't wear them running. Right. I'll wear them every day when I'm oh, driving You're Driving
1: and walking, definitely.
0: Um, now, lens tint is another thing. Oh, it's man. It's a lot of personal preference. Yeah. Um, I will always say I don't like a dark lens when I'm running in the mountains. Yeah. Because you got shade, you got dark spots, you got the ground reading depth perception. I've just never been. I get the sun thing. Like, if you're up on a mountain with lots of snow, that's a whole different ballgame. Oh, gosh, yeah. You do snow you. blind. Right. Um, but when I'm running, I like a lighter lens, like my jewel bows kind of have a gold lens. Yeah. Um, I like things brighter almost so I can see better. Mm-hmm. Smith makes a rose tint lens. That's probably in my opinion, still one of the best lenses on the market. That's a nice one. Um, I, I like that depth one. Depth perception's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot again is where you're going to run. And that's why the second part would be if you can afford one and find a good one with interchangeable lenses, right. it's the way to go. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to change lenses during your race all the time, but. No. I remember one year I took Scott Jaime a pair of Paris Smith sunglasses at Hard Rock, and they had a lot of snow. He had the dark, dark lenses on when he's up high, and at night he went to clear lenses right. just for eye protection. Right. Uh, rocks, tree branches, mm-hmm. contacts dry out. Right. So that's still my favorite thing is interchangeable lenses. But if I had to pick one lens I had to wear all the time, it would be in running only. It would be a lighter lens. It wouldn't be a dark lens. Right. That's just, and I don't like mirrored lenses. I just think they're goofy looking. They are. (laughs) So I hope that helps a little Colin, (laughs) but there's so much out there, Um, you know, and it's all personal preference. You can, I like one thing and. Joel and the people that are sponsored by glasses like another thing. So I am not sponsored by glasses. I'm not either. Yeah. But uh, you might want to check some out. Just hit some stores, you know, try them on. Go, see down,
1: go down to the REI.
0: Yeah. Because a lot of it, too, is how tight they are in your temples. Their yeah. They're spring hinges, which are great. Um, but if they're tight. You're going to hate them.
1: Yeah, you know, will. How,
0: or how they <laughs> fit on your ears. Kicking those to the curb. <laughs> Another thing is how they fit with a hat. Yep. If their temples hit your hat and bug you. So. How they work when you're all sweaty and narnar. And sliding off your nose. Yeah. So there's just so many variables on what you're using them for. So definitely, you know, try a pair on in the shop. And you almost have to roll your dice because you're not going to be able to test them. Right. right on the mountain on every condition. But it is good to protect them. That's why even those cheaper ones aren't bad. Right. Um, For days like that. So, hope that helps with the question. So, thanks for the Ask Trail Manners questions on all that. Now, we'll just touch up. It's that time. It's the last time we're going to touch base, finish it up on the World Cup 2018. It's over. The World Cup is over. Right. The game didn't get ruined. I drove home Sunday, (sighs) pretty much off, came home, unpacked, unwound, watched the game. Yep. Wasn't disappointing. No, it was a good game. I don't think anybody was too surprised even from the beginning right um croatia i thought came out hard they did i was kind of like whoa oh, france you better wake up uh-huh um, and they did um, they did france beat croatia not a surprise not a surprise france won the whole thing um the last two goals of france were awesome they were they were pretty they were nice they got a little more comfortable got it was pretty and it's funny to see some of the people like Belgium complaining how France played. They're like, oh, they played, you know, after they lost, Belgium lost, they are complaining about the French style. Right. I'm like, bro, you play to win. Yeah. It's their style.
1: That's right. You play to win.
0: Belgium had a great style throughout the tournament, but it just wasn't enough against France. Man. Yep. But they just ran into it. Uh, Croatia beating England was kind of fun for me. I just don't like the England coach, and I think he made a lot of mistakes. <sighs> I think it came back to haunt him. But Belgium did beat England even in the third, fourth place games. It was France, Croatia, Belgium, then England. And I yeah. remember our first show, we had France and Belgium as the favorites. So right. First and third ain't bad. No, not bad. Horse racing, we'd have won something. Yeah. Um, a golden ball went to Luka Modric, mm. best player of the tournament. Which is uh, deservedly, but I think he could have threw a couple more names in that. Really, and would not have complained. had done Hazard for Belgium. I thought played amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, the kid for France did pretty good, too.
0: Mbappe, was, yeah. he's, he's really the next thing in my book. Um, just his pace with the ball is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Blowing by dudes.
1: Dude, he, he ran so fast, he forgot the ball I once.
0: I saw that. <laughs> he for,
1: I was like, the oh, I was like, oh there. there's the baby deer. There <laughs> it is right there. You forgot that, but Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Golden Boot was anticlimactic, kind of a boring one for me. Yeah. They went to Harry Kane, young player. Uh, we just mentioned his name, Mbappe, best young player. And the Golden Glove went to Belgium's goalkeeper, Kortus. Um So, yeah, fun tournament. Right. Had some great games, had some stinkers, mm-hmm. had some upsets, but uh, just sad we got to wait another four years for another one. And that's, they did you see when they did? They moved <sighs> it to winter. They had to. Yep. And that's just makes me even more upset.
1: Yeah. So the World uh,
0: Cup will be during Christmas time. Uh, yeah. Which is going to be super weird.
1: It's going to be weird. Uh, all the European teams, I'm not sure what they're going to do. If
0: they're going to release their players. Right in the middle of the season. Yeah. And you can't, it's not like they can just let them go for the tournament. They got to let them rest a little bit. Yes. Plus, if you notice when the World Cup rolls around, they always have a few, two or three friendlies before the, right before the tournament. So it's like a two, it's
1: like two months basically yeah. that you lost you, your player that paying 100 million
0: dollars yep so that's just bad 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 yeah ding dongs at fifa yeah and i don't know if we'll still be doing this by then but good luck uh qatar and freaking winter yeah but the women's world cup's a year away so that ought to be fun i'm hoping the women do well there so that's pretty much it world cup's over um didn't have a contest going for that one thank goodness because that'd have been fun to track um i think that's all we got for this week um, I'll be down in Silverton, Silverton this week. I'm hoping to have a show for next Tuesday. Lots going to depend on reception and Wi-Fi, getting things loaded up. Uh, but hopefully, talking to people down there. We've got, got a. Um, you should be able to collect at least two or three different. I hope so. Interviews and while you're there. We, and the good news, I guess, if there is some light at the end of the tunnel, is someone's reached out to us to be a guest host. Yes. And this individual is more outgoing than I am right. with people. Yes. So there's a pretty good chance we can reel in some people that normally I would probably not talk to. I think so. Hey, do you want to get on my... This person would be like, Hey, get over here. Yeah. Want some candy?
1: I think that you'll be able to get a big fish or two. <laughs> Maybe you can get Lucy on the show. <laughs> if
0: I get Lucy on the show, I'm totally bringing up that experience. Yeah. Just I want to like, say... like, Remember
1: that creeper in Ogden?
0: she would be like, the, Yes, I do. And I will say this. Now, be completely honest, because I don't care. How did you feel? And she's going to say... Totally wigged out. Yeah, but I, I get it. Yeah, that's a learning experience. Uh, but yeah, we're hoping to get a few shoe shows in down there. It's gonna be raining. I'm gonna be sleeping in a tent. But it's gonna be fun. Be taking some photos. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. And then right after that, I'll be home. And then putts. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, just still gaining see him met the last race director, by the way, at Beaverhead, Jeremy Smith, that we hadn't met. For okay. Putts, cause there's four of them. Right. He did the 55k, mm-hmm. and he's in charge of marking the course. Okay. He's nervous as heck. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty. He's like, they're doing this 60 miles this day. You know, he's doing 30. Someone's doing right. 30 in their meeting, yep. which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited just to see how that unfolds, that race, because it just, the flowers, I mean, it's almost like move it up if it looks pretty as it does now. Hopefully, it's that pretty in two weeks. Oh, yeah, you know I know what you mean. mean. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous right now. Right. Holy cow. Um, yeah, so that's coming up. Um, got a LaCaro Loco around the corner. Um, a lot going on in August um so yeah that's pretty much it for this is what episode single track session 98 right um but last thing and i hate to do this because i was embarrassed joel but before i left to beaverhead Mm -hmm. joel got me on the table again for a stretch session
1: oh yeah that was good oh my
0: god that did
1: i use the
0: the hypervolt yeah I texted you today so I was like, what's yeah, that's the right. name of that? He's got this gun. It's a Hypervolt. Hypervolt gun. And it's yeah. similar to the one you see all the ads on Facebook. Yeah. They'll pop up everywhere. It's the mm-hmm. Theragun. Is that right?
1: Well, so Theragun's a different brand. Yeah.
0: But it's the same concept. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's basically,
1: ther- it's a massaging
0: gun. And it's right. money. Yeah. Holy cow. I. Uh, who is it? Hypervent? Ice makes okay. the Hypervolt. If anybody knows anybody from Hyper Ice, send them our way. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was ridiculous but the stretch session you did some other things than i've done before yeah there's a couple times i was you didn't look or you probably might have saw tears <laughs> rolling down my
1: face tears of joy
0: it was it, it's it's a it's like a massage sometimes it's a painful like you, it doesn't feel the best but you know it's going to feel awesome yeah and, but it starts to feel good mm-hmm. so if you're in the area you got to try the stretching thing out yeah. it is freaking amazing get on and, the table it's and, fun uh, Yeah, so I got on before I went to Beaverhead after a massage session. Mm -hmm. Holy cow, just ridiculous. So check that out. Anyway, I think that's it for this week. Uh, This is Eric and Joel, and we are Single Track 98, and we're out.